welcome to the Coaching Kids Curling Podcast. My name is Glenn Gabriel, and I'm a certified curling coach who lives in Pickering, Ontario, Canada. The goal of this podcast is to give you, the youth curling coach and organizer, the advice, resources, and inspiration you need to make your program better. In a previous episode, I gave you some basic information about Little Rocks or U12 bond spiels. What are they? And how do you know if your kids are ready to play in them? In today's episode, I'm going to try to convince you not to organize your own Little Rocks pond spiel. But if you insist on going ahead with it, I'm going to give you some initial steps to help you put together your own event. So, you want to organize your own Little Rocks bond spiel. Are you nuts? Why on earth do you want to do this? As someone who's organized a Little Rock Sponspiel for the last nine years, you're about to throw yourself into a bottomless pit of work. So, my first question is why? Why on earth do you want to do this? Seriously, you got to have an overwhelming reason to do it. Ask yourself, how would this benefit the kids in your Little Rocks program? Is it giving your kids a competitive opportunity that no other bond spiel or event can provide? Are you using the bond spiel as a fundraising event? If you can't answer the why question, save your energy for another project. But, suppose you've made up your mind. You're going to organize your own little rocks bond spiel, come hell or high water. Ask yourself, How is your event going to be any different from any other Little Rock Spawn Spiel? What unique aspect can you bring to the event? And, going back to the original why question, are there other events that can achieve the same goals? Do you really need to organize a full Bond Spiel? I'll talk about this later in the episode. Now, time for the logistical stuff. First, contact your club manager, ASAP and figure out a date. You have to give yourself plenty of time to promote your event and get organizing. When it comes to choosing a date, look at the Bonspiel calendar for your club. Then look at the Bonspiel calendar for your local and provincial curling associations, and try your hardest to avoid other Little Rocks events on the same day, especially ones within driving range. You do not want to compete with other Bonspiels for the same pool of teams. Speaking of teams, do you think you can recruit enough teams to play? Well, depending on the number of sheets in your club, you'd like to have a full draw. For example, my home club, East York, is a six-sheet club, so the perfect number for one draw is 12 teams. However, you'd still probably run the event with 10 teams, and maybe 8. Now, think about how many teams from your own program you could possibly enter into the bond spiel. After all, if you're going to go through the trouble of organizing your own bond spiel, you might as well give as many of your kids the competitive opportunity to play in it. It's also your home turf, so your kids don't have to worry about travel or getting used to a new building. Now here's a list of some common to-do items. Volunteers. Do you have people who can help you? You may be a great organizer, but you can't put on a bond spiel without a lot of volunteer help. You can start by asking the parents of the kids who are on your bond spiel teams. 
since they're going to be there all day anyway. Of course, ask your regular practice volunteers, and remember to send out an email to your club's mailing list. You'd be surprised who might help you, especially if it's only for part of the day. Some of the tasks you might need help with might include check-in desk, raffle ticket sales, food distribution, cleanup, and indoor game activities. Registration. The registration process is something you'll need to set up relatively early. Are you asking people to register using a paper form and check? Is there online registration? In either case, who is responsible for setting those things up? Do you have someone who can help you? Prizes. At the end of a bond spiel, there's usually a big prize table with at least one prize per curler. For my bond spiel, that's about 50 prizes. Someone will have to go out and buy them, as well as any extra prizes, like the ones for your indoor game activities. If you can find someone to do this, you'll be able to offload a huge chunk of the work. Do you have a trophy? If not, can you find an old one at your club and repurpose it? Fundraising. If you're planning to raise money at your event, think about how you'll do that. Are you going to hold a 50-50 draw? A raffle for gift baskets? Or something else? Do you need to reach out to sponsors or donors who will be approaching those companies? And who is going to write the donation request letter? Food. Who is providing the food? Do you have an in-house caterer or kitchen staff? Do you need to order off-site? Are they available on the day of your bond spiel? How much will it cost? The sooner you know, the better. There are other items to consider, such as finding a draw master or scorekeeper, a photographer, a master of ceremonies, but these things are secondary. Before you plunge into the pool of bond spiel organizing, I want you to ask yourself one more time. Do you still want to organize your own bond spiel? Why do you want to do it? If you're on the fence about this question, I would urge you to think about alternatives. Can you invite a team or two from a nearby club for a friendly game during one of your regular practices? Maybe you can switch up the format to triples or doubles instead. At the end of the practice, your guests can stick around for snack. Still haven't scared you off? Okay. If you still want to organize a traditional bond spiel, start early. It's never too early to start planning. At the very least, contact your club manager and talk about possible dates. I know of some program organizers who plan their bond spiel calendars as early as summer. So make sure you're in the discussion. Get your information out there. Finally, I want you to look ahead and picture yourself at the end of your bond spiel. You're in the club lounge and the place is empty except for the bartender and cleaning staff. You're putting things away and you're exhausted, physically and emotionally. Here's a pro tip. Don't schedule a regular practice the day after your bond spiel. Give yourself a break on Sunday. That said, if you still insist on running a practice the day after, at least let another coach handle it. Take the day off. You'll deserve it. Okay, now it's time for this week's Coaching Coaching Tidbit. tidbit. In this segment, 
I share a piece of coaching information that might help you in your coaching education. The Ontario Curling Council has created a new video series called The Inside Sheet with DJ Brooks. Lisa Weigel, longtime lead for Team Homan and new member of Team Jennifer Jones, was interviewed for the latest episode. Lisa started curling in Little Rocks at age 8. When she was asked about what she liked most about curling back then, she said, Hot chocolate and Timbits. The best part of this series is that questions are submitted by the kids. So give that episode a listen and listen to the first episode with Emma Miskew. You can find the link to the OCC website in our show notes. This has been the Coaching Kids Curling Podcast. To reach me, Coach Glenn, please email coachingkidscurling at gmail.com. To subscribe to our podcast, visit our website at coachingkidscurling.com. You can also find show notes and links to the resources mentioned in this episode and in previous episodes. The intro and outro music was Golden Sunrise by Josh Woodward. Thanks for listening. Good luck and good curling.